<laughs> this is episode five. We've got a guest with us today. This is Ben, one of our old friends from high school. Not my friend. Even. Newly acquainted friend. <laughs> Newly acquainted. Yeah. yeah, let's go. We already made the times together. <laughs> you know, to make the spiritual pact even more, we should all put our hands against our camera so we can feel the warmth of each other. <laughs> Why the fuck is no one else doing it? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> God, <laughs> the moment's over. <laughs> I feel warm. I fucking, no, I don't. <laughs> I feel hated. <laughs> There's so much mistrust now. <laughs> Denied. Yeah. <laughs> I feel betrayed. But what what is gonna be some things that you think we're gonna talk about tonight, boys? Are some questions we wanna ask Ben. Ben what's good? What's new? What's uh, what's happening? What's what's happening what's gonna happen? What happened before? Life, Stellar. Life, life, What's that? Life, 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 new job. Life, life, new job. You're a new father with a new job. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. How far into fatherhood are you? About two years in. That's not bad. (laughs) Same, man. And me and Clay, me and Clay over here, just like, yeah, man, being single's awesome. No kids, get to do whatever we want all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Only responsibility is you, yourself, and you. Yeah, I like diddling myself when no one's around. (laughs) (laughs) We're not supposed to talk about that in public. That's that's one thing. That is something worth talking about. You have the the freedom to just on the drop of a hat. Anytime you want. You're like, your you're time management has got to be so easy. For just it's living like, in or... any Anything. It's, I want to go do this. And then you just fucking get the fuck up and you go and do it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, kind of, not really. Because it just, like, depends. Because, like, I had this planned. Like, I'll, I'll let you know right now the dedication to you guys on the podcast right now is... Work called me in to go work for a little bit. I had a buddy try to get me or convince me to go hang out with them and do like some little friend family stuff. And I said no. And then I also got invited to go to some fake ass like coffee bar place where I live. And I said no. So you're welcome. <laughs> I'm so flattered. And also, I, I got am. to stay home and play video games for like a couple more hours. So fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a. You but I mean, like, I, I no, go ahead. The 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 freedom of like, hey, I want to go to the store because I need to pick up some smokes. You just fucking you don't have to worry about if you have all the shit that you need to go to the store, like. I have to anticipate the fact that I'm going to take my child in public. So 
I got to get her dressed with shoes and socks because I don't want my kid looking bummy when I go to the store, you know? Like, you don't have to think about any of this. You can just stand the fuck up and just fucking go to the store and get yourself a pack of smokes. No, I, mean, I want to look. I want to look good when, like, I'm pretty sure me and Clay are probably not going to go out all fucking, like, in some dirty-ass clothes when we go out. Like, we want to look nice. Right. That's, that's what I was going to say. Like, I got to make sure I have shoes and socks on when I leave the house so I don't look bummy. <laughs> right. You do that for just yourself, though. You yeah. You have it's, to do everything that you do for yourself twice. Yeah. Well, well I, just, the, I just thought it was a good joke. But here's here's. Yeah. Here's the worst part, actually bringing that up, Randy, and probably uh, for you too, Ben, is that with, uh, as, as the part that you said of, like, not dressing up your kid and stuff, that actually makes you look like a bad parent, too. So that is also, like, a double negative on your part. You know? It's like, oh, man, I can't fucking dress my kid, and also I look like a piece of shit parent because I can't take care of my kid properly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys kind of got a little fucked over on that part and mm-hmm. and life right now. While me and Clay are kind of like, eh, look at this, just a t-shirt and some fucking jeans, baby. <laughs> yep, right. Ben, are you? We I can't think we lost you, your audio, Ben. Yeah. Especially because me and Randy have girls, so we have to like mm. think extra hard about how they're presented. Oh. Like, yeah. if I had a son, because it's so easy fuck. to mistake them for boys. It's it's so easy to, to for your child to get mistaken for a boy unless you're dressing her in feminine clothing. Yeah, because they don't have long hair, and it's like, come on, just look yeah. a little hard. Oh yeah, it's, that's never been like, hard for me. Most people have like a, a a radar for that sort of thing. You could see like the femininity or the masculinity in someone's face. But then other people just get confused over it. It's so weird. But. Well, sometimes the children look like their dad. Like, my, my daughter looks like me a lot. So people think, oh, looks like him. Must be a boy. And it's like, mm. I, I have a fucking story for you gentlemen that happened a couple days for me at work. <laughs> it, it happened. It didn't happen once. It didn't happen twice. It happened three times in the same day. But while I was working, uh, obviously, um, everyone, like, I have a beard going on, and I have long hair. And obviously, my voice is very masculine, very deep at points, or I can shift it higher so I can talk to people normally. I got mistaken. Well, not mistaken. I should say, uh, while I was having a conversation uh, with some people, they called me ma'am. Really? Yeah, but for the uh, for their um, what is it? Their reply or their excuse was it was like habit. And it was like it's okay. Like I tried to play it off and make a joke, but it made them feel super uncomfortable. Even though I was trying to get a laugh out of them, because they're like, yeah. "Oh, so how are you doing today?" And like, "Oh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good." Like, "Thanks, ma'am." And I was like, "Uh." <laughs> excuse me like oh i mean sir sir i was like nah i know i'm 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 really pretty for a guy don't worry about it and it just gets super <laughs> awkward in silence like bro you're supposed to laugh not make it all fucking weird like yeah. i'm trying 
I'm trying to do you a solid to make it safe instead of you looking like an asshole to me. <laughs> right, and they make it even more awkward. It like kind of backfires you, on you in a weird way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, goes unpunished. That shit, that shit happens to me over the phone because my voice is a little high, a little nasally, and so uh, I'll be talking on the phone with like some customer service rep, and uh, I'm really polite over the phone. I think it's just the way I'm just emulating the way I listen to my mom talk on the phone growing up but uh i'll be on the phone and i'll be like oh yeah thank you that'd be great oh thank you so much just as like a pleasantry is like you know and the lady on the other end will be like oh thank you ma'am like and then for the rest of the call i'm like uh star lord at the end of end game i'm just like so uh yeah my credit card information is (laughs) speaking of mistaken identity uh, um, bet, there was bet, a couple of times. Video man. Oh, I can see him. I can still see him. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you can still see him, it's fine. Just go. Just roll with it. Okay. Right. Speaking of mistaken identity, there was a couple of times. You know, when you go out to eat, they ask for your name and shit. <laughs> um, and they're like, "Hey, what's your name?" And I was like, "Benjamin." And I would get my I would get my receipt, and it would say Benjar, and I was like. What? The, where did you get that from? <laughs> like, oh, and there was even there was even a couple of times where they're where they're like, "Hey, what's your name?" And I'm like, Benjamin, and my name is spelled B E N J A M I N, and they spelled it B E N G E R M E N, and I was like, "What? what? I thought that name was wrong? common." Ben German. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's alright. A- Go ahead, Dakota. I, I just want to ask, are you actually uh, in in uh, your ancestry? Are you German at all? No, I'm actually all right. more in French. It's all right. Ever since uh, Clay Thompson blew up every once in a while, I get my name with a K on fucking Starbucks cups and stuff like that. I'm like, really? Clay with Clay Thompson was the first and only person I've ever known that spells it like that. And now that's all I get. Yeah, that's that's not... I don't... I, why would that be your go-to? That just doesn't make any sense. It's weird. Do you, yeah. do you know your... Do you know your heritage, Clay? Um, I'm German and Jewish, so that explains a lot about why i hate myself <laughs> but, uh, just a joke it's it's too easy it was right there but uh so i'm german jewish i'm one of those neapolitan white guys so i got a little bit of everything some irish some fucking he's you know. uk without the k <laughs> actually oh so my grandmother nobody even knew this but my grandmother just did one of those ancestry.com things recently and she said a great deal of our dna comes from whales so i was like well that explains my teeth welsh bastard <laughs> jesus christ whales on my mom's side i know i'm british and irish but on my dad's side i know nothing about my dad's side heritage at all i don't think yeah, no. Really? None, none of us know. Yeah, none of us know our ancestry. It's really strange. But uh, I can tell you that the uh, Kendrick is Scottish. 
found that out at a Scottish festival. They have these big old book full of last names for you to look up, and if your name's in it, it tells you your uh, your history of, of your last name. Yeah. Word. We're Scottish. Assuming nobody was adopted. <laughs> Assuming. <laughs> Assuming no one was. That's cool, at least being able to pinpoint it. Yeah. Obviously. I... Oh, they actually ahead, gave us a big old giant. They gave us a big old giant long, uh, like historic. I, I mean, a poster, I guess, with a long passage on it about the history of it. We had it up in up in our house for a while. I don't remember what happened to the thing. Hmm. Uh, well, did we, we lose wanna... Ben? Yeah, we did lose Ben. I think he's oh, just busy because he's just muted. Yeah. Okay. He's probably parenting, my dudes. Yes. Yes. But um, what were you gonna? Yes. Uh, yeah. Zach. See, no worries, guys. He's not dead. Not dead. The man lives. The man is here. I forgot we were. Uh, we talked for a little bit before we started recording, and we said we were gonna bring something back up. I, I know what it was. Hmm. Yeah, it's about feet selfies. Yeah. Oh, now I, yes. now I regret bringing it up. <laughs> you did what? No, no, no. There's nothing of what what's did or what has it's been done. Thing. It's be, it, This is bigger than us. This is beyond us. This is leg selfies. This is, leg no, selfie sticks. No, no, it's not a selfie stick. <laughs> it, when you use it in this manner, it becomes a selfie stick. This we were a... we were all there. Remember, he mentioned uh, taking selfies with your feet, which makes sense physically because <laughs> it's the same like material as your hand. But I can't imagine why someone would do that. I mean, it, people people are weird, but this thing it was like happening like a couple of years ago at least because there's probably still a video about it too where this chick's like taking she's got like really hot like selfies going on and then like you get to see the behind the scenes of how she did it and then she's using her feet to take pictures it was like <laughs> bro what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'm so the confused, reality of it's like, just so sad yeah, well, uh, no, it's not sad. She's fucking hot, but I mean, <laughs> I, you know, it, it's Someone's like it doesn't experience. matter how it's like it doesn't matter how hot you are, no matter what. If you see a hot girl take a a fake picture of herself sleeping, and you know that that picture was taken by her and they're faking sleep, you're still gonna laugh at her no matter how hot she is. Yeah, it's still ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, people have foot fetishes. True facts. Yes. I, this is true. But I, I, if you're taking the selfie with your feet, you're not really seeing them in the picture, though. Yeah. It's, That's it's just a, a weird self- thing to do in general, you know what I mean? Mm. You got to get the dual foot action where you're taking a picture of one foot with your with other the, foot. <laughs> Picks, my dude. They're not selfies. They're feet pics. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing against any fetish or sexual orientation that isn't. Uh, well, pedophilia is not a sexual orientation, but you you know, 
Anything that's not like sick and disgusting. Perverted. Oops. You going with that? Yeah. No, not even perverted. When I say perverted, I mean something. I'm mainly talking about like pedophilia. I don't, you know, if you're into piss, shit, feet, ass, even blood, if the other person's consenting, dude, I don't give a fuck. I, I've met the wildest of the wild, but <laughs> obviously there was something that compelled two girls, one cup. Right. Like there's there's a reason it happened. But without, so, I was trying not to use like popular jargon. But basically, as long as two people are consenting, go do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, still gonna luckily, pray for those scat fetishers. <laughs> That's just unhealthy. That hey is man, it's Vore hard not to judge. Kind of hot. <laughs> I think okay if it if it's socially acceptable to find sexual attraction to shit is it socially acceptable to find sexual attraction to blood yeah it's not that it's yeah thank you that's the short answer but it's not that it's socially it's not that it's socially accepted it's the fact that it's not we're not going to take these people and burn them at the stake either. You know what I mean? Like most right. people most people they're going to keep stuff like that to themselves. Much like religion and politics and all these other topics, it becomes like as long as you're not shoving it down other people's throats and well, it's like you're, you're keeping it to yourself until you're not keeping it to yourself. You know, so I, like, I, eventually eventually you're going to get a partner and you're going to want to talk to her about the whole blood thing or him but that's what i'm talking about it's consent if you have consent if two people are consenting then you know at that point who cares well, just, yeah. hypothetically i'm speaking as if it would be one of us in this situation and to my knowledge we're all heterosexual males mm -hmm. yeah i thought we were talking about like blood and scat yeah no well he said or him but i I, mean, I didn't know what him was in, was it was on the for table the, for one of us for the public audience. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah well, I didn't, you have to discuss blood with him as well, and it's like, how are we getting the blood? Right, it becomes. What are we doing with like, the blood? Looking at it from an outsider perspective, though, you know, you you very obviously are not the type of guy that would be looking for a relationship like that. There's that old saying: you, you seek what you find. You know what I mean? So if that's what you're into, naturally, just the way romance or whatever works to begin with in our DNA, you're going to find somebody that's like you enough to where once you're comfortable with them, you're going to fucking bring that up. And if and they're not... They're just gonna... That is the real hard thing for cool people. Say, what do you do with that? yourself after that? Do you that's just... Like what... Do you, are you just going to be in this relationship with someone who doesn't sexually satisfy you that's See, rough and that's a, that's they, a I, it's really easy for me to fucking say no to blood bro if, so, <laughs> if someone brought <laughs> blood up to me fucking hell no well, I, you, you say no and the person's either gonna stay with you or not it's it's kind of a case-by-case -case basis at that it's point it's such a sad life for a blood fetish person to have you know because it's gonna be real hard to find someone who's into that and you're gonna go through a lot of trial and errors because you can't just open up with that you never in a million years is it gonna go go smoothly for you if you open with that. Well, no one's no, gonna open up get... with that, and I'm sure there's websites for it or like 
And you can't knock that out from the get-go. You got to go through people and and have them reject you time and time again until you hope that someone finally doesn't reject you. I don't know, man. There's specific uh, fetishes that are just like too obscure, too too minuscule, too niche for the public guy to be be like, yeah, that's a thing. Like there's this Japanese one called Futanari, where it's basically chicks with dicks. Hermaphrodites. How often have you ran into one of the uh, to a hermaphrodite? You wouldn't even know. Do drag queens okay. count? No. No. Okay. They are specifically with the dick. Aren't chicks with dicks more common in other countries too? Like as are a we sexual thing. Go, are you allowed to just say chicks with dicks? Is that, is that the socially accepted word? <laughs> I don't know no. what the common vernacular is. Uh, in internet speak, it would be futa. Wow. Twitter is the thing. There's, well, speaking about that now, too, there's like a whole bunch like of derogatory <laughs> terms for that saying, and I don't remember what was like the main one. I'm trying to think about it because like i i don't like i don't know how but um especially with like um ah fuck how how am i gonna explain this i don't know if her hermaphrodite is even a politically correct term now because yeah, what I don't know. is it i don't know i like uh fucking I, <laughs> this it is it's a little frustrating this. Because, like, you offend somebody with specific words, and then we don't know which is the correct term. And then once we do, it's like, okay, cool. And then we got to try to persuade people to say the correct term. And they're like, no, but they're this. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, they are, but you're going to hurt someone's feelings, so you got to say this, you know? I understand. Go ahead, Ben. uh, It's like trying to get uh, educated out of saying ableist language. It's it's a it's a upward it's an uphill battle because yeah. they have to be willing to change their vernacular to you know be better. Sometimes people are like, that's just too much fucking work. Yeah, and I understand where you guys are coming from. However, comma, um, <laughs> I think people act like it's a lot harder than it actually is. Like, for example, not to immediately bring this up. But things like th- like racial slurs, like kike, that's the only one I'm allowed to say because I'm Jewish, and, you know, the N-word and all these other words. Yeah, like, people are smart enough not to... I learned from a very young age, don't say this, and I just didn't. You know what I mean? So when it comes to, like, these hot-button issues like pronouns and... um pronouns and you know like faggot is another one i don't i don't know if i can even say that anymore but like you, you can't say that anymore oh, and i'm sorry but, uh, but um we're definitely gonna dox you now man <laughs> i've been doxed like three times on this podcast already <laughs> they're coming for me but um i think people have a lot more self-control than they let on i guess is what i'm getting at but so I, um, yeah, language is also like the the epitome of repetition. You don't really understand words, so you use them, and 
when you're ignorant of a word, you tend to use it in a nonsensical way, which is why, like, huge example. Everyone my age, especially like in middle school, used the N-word. Did not matter. No one cared because at our age of 12, 11, 12, 13, everyone said everyone's fine with it. But like, fast forward to now, like, especially on social media, where you can get like doxxed or checked or suspended if you aren't in the right. Like on Twitter, I've been, I've been, my, my account's been locked multiple times. Even though I am black, I've said the N word and I've been locked. I've been suspended. <laughs> and it's like, Jesus. come on. I've seen people use hard R and not get suspended. I use hard R. I get suspended. I'm like, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. It is. That is. And like you said, dude, that is, uh, that is a thing. I think when you're younger, it's just you're told not to do something and you want to do it. And I think even then, the reason why everybody gets away with it is because there's no like malicious intent behind it. No one really knows the history or why we're not supposed to be saying something. At that age, like the N word is synonymous with fuck. Mm-hmm. In a, in a, yeah, yeah. At that age, you don't understand the system in general. You don't mm-hmm. even understand the system that was placed before the average man yeah you know what i mean so once you go into systemic racism from there like you just, it's just a completely different you don't even get the, the fucking pebble before you're trying to understand the whole fucking landmass. like it's it's just levels that you just don't understand and based on your uh upbringing you gave it allowed to make you a better person or will make you a malicious person yeah I don't want to say that there's a middle ground because, like, there are still levels to that maliciousness and that uh, uh, pro- uh, progressiveness. Like, just because you think you're doing good doesn't mean you are. Like, the quote unquote woke people, like, if you're too woke, you, you become more malicious than, you, than what you thought you'd be. Like, there are a lot of people I know that are like black and they very very malicious they're very gatekeeping and it's like come on man it's not that serious i swear it's not that serious (laughs) and it's like it's hard to change and know you're doing right until you do wrong especially in those situations like everyone's like Oh, people can change. People can do better. But when people yeah. do wrong, <laughs> there is no other, other option. You've done wrong. You're getting doxxed. You're getting out of the pain. Right. Yeah, but Randy, you're getting fucking doxxed. It comes down to... What? <laughs> Don't worry yeah, what did Randy do? <laughs> yeah, what the hell did I do? Nothing. I just want to fucking throw it in there. Nothing yet. <laughs> Yeah, we're preemptively getting you, Randy. We know you're up to no good, racist oh, bastard. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to to make to make what I the what the rambling I did earlier make sense. At at age thirteen, I didn't understand what an HR department 
was at all. I I had never heard of the fucking concept of a human resources department. Okay. Now, let alone the concept of understanding what a racist person in that position is able to do to a fucking large group of people. Yeah. I heard a in a stand-up, I think it was Russell Brand of all people, he said it's just different different levels. He actually explained religion while we're just getting into all the fun topics. Um, and one thing that made him a little more, I guess, faithful, if you want to call it, is that how can you explain someone something to someone that doesn't have the orifice to register it? Like, how are you going to explain smell to someone without a nose? How are you going to explain the internet to your cat? You know what I mean? So it, I think it falls in that category a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. The under, understanding is the precipice of enlightenment. Oh, I, I like using big words, so don't mind me. Yeah, <laughs> what's the precipice? Like the ledge, like the or, or the. You're just about to do something in layman's terms. Okay. Because I'm a simpleton after all. <laughs> Call that. <laughs> yes. Also, I guess. Go ahead. This is going to be really shitty, boys, because literally I have to go use the bathroom, so I'll be back in less than 10 minutes, hopefully. How <laughs> dare you have biological needs, you organism? How, how fucking dare I, I need to go take a shit during a podcast? It's like I prepared for this or fucking some bullshit. <laughs> hey, that's very shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could take you with you, but I mean, that'd be fucking weird. Yeah. Ooh, we can understand the. Can we get a bowl cam? Otherwise, shit. I'm not interested. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna take. You <laughs> I'm gonna Play take you with. Exposed as a scat fetishist. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there's another callback for you. I'm about to. Oh, zip we're in. all just along yes. for the ride, folks. No, not. Nah. <laughs> we're all just along for the ride. <laughs> Every single fucking time, Every... why is his picture Shaq? It's yeah. I love it. <laughs> never going away. I hope it never goes away anyway. <laughs> I, um, um, there was, since I'm on Twitter almost all the time, I tend to see the lot, a lot of the bullshit that goes on. Like, someone will say something that sounds smart, and everyone's like, hey, you're fucking stupid. Like, uh, someone was like, what do you mean not remembering your childhood as a form of trauma? And, like, that could be interpreted in many ways. Like, you could be, you could take the, the common, or the, the, the common way I'd be like, duh. Or people are, that were refuting it were like, how are you going to remember something from your childhood if you're fucking 30, 40, 50? And then I thought about it and I was like, well, they never specified what trauma. Like, you can get in a really bad bike accident, skateboard accident, and the pain can be so intense you don't remember it or you, you block it out. People are instantly going to, like, sexual, like, sexual abuse, and it's like, hey, trauma is more than just, you know, sexual abuse, guys. That is you a good have... fucking point. There's so many different forms. There's mental, physical, 
Uh. All I know is if I eat shit hard enough, I'm not going to want to remember it either. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember someone saying, your upbringing basically is the, the blueprint of how you are now. But as an adult, you still have to make the conscious effort to be more, you know? Like, people tend to fall back on, you know, their past mistakes or their past struggles as an excuse or a way to, like, levy the situation. It's like, can't do that. We're grown. Like, it's a reason, but it's not the excuse. You got you got to be like, oh, I went through this. So because I went through this, I can't let it happen again. It, it, there's this cycle of abuse that kind of occurs, what I've noticed with parenting, where the they do just kind of, each parent just does one notch a little better, you know, and then over time, they kind of lose track of the notches that were turned off before, so those problems kind of arise, but it's like most there's a lot of parents out there who think that they did an outstanding job because they did a better job than their parent before them, even though the job that they did could have been completely atrocious. They're like, well, mm-hmm. I, fuck it. At least I was there. <laughs> you know, uh, Small victories. Bill Burr uh, had a say? bit about that, actually. Uh, I said, uh, small victories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Baby steps. But um, yeah, Bill Burr, he had a bit on that where he said uh, his family was very tough on him and like he would, uh, he didn't let him do, I forget what it was. Oh yeah, his his dad never, his parents never hugged him because they were afraid that it was going to turn him gay. What? Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking about... And he said the same thing you're saying about how with each generation, it gets a little better. So and he's he's a, a father now, but at the time he wasn't. And he goes, so when I have a kid, maybe it'll be like, don't do theater. <laughs> yeah. Which is still a little sketchy even now. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's wild. Like, I, I, I don't know. I can't imagine being told you can't do theater. I guess wild. Like, being told that you can't do any elective in a class because it's not masculine. Like, I can't imagine being told that. It's just, it's one of those, it's hard for, I didn't grow up in a homophobic house, so it's hard for me to fathom that. Yeah, luckily for me, my, my upbringing was a little unconventional, but I, they weren't judgmental like that. I took theater in high school. It wasn't a big deal. I'm fluid as fuck. (laughs) My parents would support me no matter what I did. Dude, your parents are awesome. Fucking, uh, I went to a birthday party of his a couple of years ago, and I had been talking to them a couple of times throughout the whole night, and then at the very end, because we hadn't seen each other in a while, and then at the very end, all of a sudden, they were like, oh, you're Clay? Oh, what the fuck? How's it been? And all this. <laughs> I thought they knew who I was the entire night. It was really funny. Kind no, of- they're <laughs> It's dead. You're... you're- you were being presented to them as a complete stranger. Yeah, and I was talking to them with this, like, confidence and familiarity, like they knew who I was the whole night. 
And they're just like, wait a minute, you're clay? What? And I'm just like, What yeah. a curse. <laughs> what a curse that, that would be to put upon someone. Like, I'm going to make sure that you are familiar to absolutely fucking nobody. Every single person that you meet for the rest of your life will always be a stranger to you. Or will, you, they won't even always be a stranger to you, but they will always treat you as if you are a stranger to them. That sounds actually terrifying. Yeah, that's a movie right there. And then, and then what happens is you end up getting people, those incredibly overly open people, like from the get-go where you're like, whoa, man, that, that, those are the only friends you're ever going to have are those people who are overly open from the beginning. That is your entire circle of friends. Yeah. Weird. That's an interesting concept for sure. Get that going. Why are we not funding this? <laughs> it sounds like a hell of a curse. Yeah, hell of a curse, man. It sounds like a nightmare. Oh, I got that bonds, man. That's I dig that shit. I don't know. One of the beauties of life, in my opinion. Bonds. Bonds? Oh, yeah. Like bonds, bonds are people. fucking... Yeah, they're precious. Relationships, like bonds with people. Yeah. Bond with my dog. Yes. Camaraderie. So, I think uh, that's definitely going on the list of fears, right up there with uh, being like a prisoner in your own body, being completely comatose, but you're still conscious. You ever heard of that? Good yeah. God. That's one of my biggest fears. Just lights are on, but you can't talk. You can't move. You're just like... Uh, you're hearing everything, seeing everything. And the worst yeah. part of that, about that is, is they don't even know how much you can hear and how much you can see. Say you're able to see and hear absolutely everything, and they think you're in a coma and you can't understand shit. And they treat you the entire time like you can't understand shit. And they never speak directly to you because they don't believe they can hear you. That would trip me the fuck out. <laughs> I've heard horror stories about those people get sexually assaulted, family members opening oh. up thinking they were dead. Yeah, people in comas and uh, people in mental institutions. That's A terrible. lot of that. Horrendous. Uh, people are fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear about that with the uh, physically disabled people as well fucking mm. abuse happening to them as well that's terrible like it i it's sad to to think about because you don't think about like oh every single person who's vulnerable is a victim but it's really true man if there's a, a large group of, of vulnerable people vulnerable people a couple of them are getting victimized and that's so fucking sad pre-80s loony ounces yeah you're getting your head beat in with a nail because they think they're helping you. Or pre-50s loony houses where being gay was a mental illness. Um, <laughs> no, I, that, bro. no I, I mean, like, like not because of the, the medicine. But I, I forgot where I was going with that. Well, I brought that up because, like, one of my fears is, like, being in a loony house. Like, because I know for a fact. I'm not normal. I'm not unhinged, but I'm not normal. And to be put in an area where leaving is considered a, like an offense. You can't leave. The people you're talking to don't 
really get to know you. They don't really like you. The people who are taking care of you are like empathetic towards you. They sometimes they don't care, you know, being put in an area where basically you are your only friend. It's terrifying. It is. Like mental houses do not help. Like they can, like anything can help. But like overall, it probably can make their situation so much worse. You go from being a little bit paranoid because your mental illness to being completely fucking out of it because you don't trust people And then there were two. (laughs) (laughs) But uh. No, um, what you were saying makes complete and total sense. You see that a lot when you're in a lot of uh, mentally ill people. What they need is support and structure and that type of thing. Like um, just being sent in a loony bin where you're stuck with all these people and getting prodded and pried by these people that don't really give a shit about you, especially when they're less than professional or, you know, God forbid, (laughs) abusing and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it could. I could see it exacerbating the issue for most patients. You know, it it's hard. Like mental illness is a and is a constant battle. Like, just because you have a small victory doesn't mean overcame it. Like, uh, I was explaining to my mom because it took her a while to get it. It took me and my girlfriend to like start getting her to understand. Like. Everything you say, do, feel, and think is controlled by your brain. Why wouldn't you think that it needs to be taken care of? Like, what what do you think happens when the brain is sick? The brain is not up to par. The brain is so, like, suboptimal. And she thought, and she was like, oh. He was like, yeah. Like, like bipolarism, like, she thought it was vacant for this. She thought like post-traumatic stress in certain situations is unreal. Like she she said she didn't feel sympathy towards like uh sexual abuse victims. And I'm like that's kind of heartless. Why would you say that? She's like, oh, when I was with your brother's dad, her first boyfriend, when she was younger, they had a rough patch. And instead of, you know, working it out, he got really abusive. And I guess, you know, she or he sexually assaulted him. And I was like, that's terrible. She was like, yeah, I know. But I got my revenge immediately after. I was like, mom, you're fucking deranged. Like, she's got that old eye for an eye mentality. Yeah, like, like she was literally raped. But like, she was like, the only thing I could think of was this, like, Taking taking your brother and leaving like it did not matter. You know, it's like mom. Most people can't even fathom doing that. Yeah. Most people would probably curl up in a ball just thinking about it. She's like, no, not me. Made sure he paid for it too. <laughs> What's up, Dakota? Gotta gotta love that eye for eye true crime stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck. Eye for an eye crime, like a mentality, self-destructing. It's like crabs in a bucket. 
Yeah, fight fire with fire, everyone gets burned. But I love crabs. Um, actually, I don't. I don't like crabs at all. I don't know why I lied to you guys. I'm sorry. I like crabs. A little bit of butter. Yeah. I like when I got crabs on my body. <laughs> but, uh... You know, we talked about this in one of the last, one of the previous episodes. It's crazy how many different varieties of people there are. Like, just if you've ever looked at the Bechdel test or anything like that, it, we think we're all the same, which we are physically, but there's like, I, I forgot what it is, like 12 different personalities that you could fall under. And your brain can be wired in just all these different ways. Like you were saying, like, that's how your mom would handle a situation. But that isn't the most common way somebody would handle that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just wild. The brain is an endless macrocosm of thought. Like, that thing is hard to figure out. And, like, every person's different. So it's endless possibilities. It's like... The fact that there are infinite number of decimals between one and two. You can't <laughs> count them all. <laughs> yeah. when, uh, when you talk about the uh, personality thing, are you talking about, um, what the fuck is it called? I don't remember the specific term for it, but it's like the INFP, INFJ, that shit. Yeah, that's or... what I was talking about. That's the Bechdel yeah. test, I'm pretty sure, unless I'm just retarded. Um, but yeah, the ENTJ and yeah. I forgot which one I was. Yeah, me too. I did. It was a long time ago. I think I'm an ENFG. No, ENFP. En, wait, ENFTP? En, ENTP? I don't know. I know I'm EN and then something else. Yeah, me too. Here's some homework for you guys. Take the fucking Bechdel test or whatever it's called if I'm getting that wrong. And we'll come back with our results on the next one. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll be right back, guys. All right. Randy, are you smoking up like a Yeah. Jesus Christ. Why? What's wrong? What? <laughs> Hey, the black and milds are a physical representation of mental anguish. Oh, on your own. Damn, you got me. Personal experience, just saying. Fucking calling you out, man. You see someone smoking a black and mild. I didn't didn't buy a ticket for this wheels train, man. What's your opinion on addiction, since we're on Black and Miles? My opinion on what? Addiction. Addiction. Uh, I don't... Depends on the addiction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you said depression or or addiction? Addiction. Addiction, yeah, totally got it. I smoke so because they're you, cheap. Because I need a nicotine fix. How long have you been smoking? Uh, since last time I saw you. 
Jesus. Yeah, man, that was like sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore year, for real. Jesus. Yeah, man. It's shitty, but... Interesting. Uh, stuff. <laughs> I, I, I picked up smoking five years ago, and it never started. <laughs> yeah. I... I I pick up smoking when I was 20 and I'm still doing it because, yeah. <laughs> no, it should never stop. Like, I smoked weed and it, it got to the point where I'm like, damn, I don't got money to buy weed. I guess I'm not smoking no more. And I really haven't smoked since. Did somebody say like, smoke? Just like. <laughs> <laughs> Your black back. Black. Uh, sorry, uh, I got my my neighbor was outside and I got stage fright. I'll go <laughs> deeper into this addiction conversation now. <laughs> yeah, what's your opinion on addiction, Clay? Um, I have never dealt with addiction once in my entire life. That's not true. <laughs> and I don't understand how people aren't able to just fucking say no, and how people could be so tethered to something like how could you really need to do something every 30 seconds that fucking badly like you don't know you're killing yourself but uh yeah addiction isn't real dude fuck that <laughs> no um yeah no addiction is very real uh, you could get <laughs> I have that urge to just hit this thing. It's like a social thing. I treat it like a cigarette. You'll be sitting there talking to somebody like, <clears throat> God, that hit really fucked me up. Uh, you'll like, imagine that, that setting like James Bond with a martini in one hand, a cigarette in between the two fingers. And it's just like, <clears throat> it's like a social lubricant in a way. And with this, for example, I did it because it just landed in my lap. I moved back to my hometown and a buddy gave me one and it just tasted good. I had no idea I'd get like six years deep and not be able to stop. It's just, you, you don't really find addiction. It finds you. It just kind of spirals. Yeah. Cause I remember in high school, you and I were drinking Mountain Dew like we were fucking crackheads. <laughs> yeah, we were. Dude, I went through... A 12-pack in one day once back in high school. Mm -hmm. I had the house to myself every weekend, and my mom would give me 20 bucks. And, of course, I'd spend half of it on fucking Mountain Dew and just be sitting there on uh, Mortal Kombat or whatever with the boys. Just <laughs> one, It got so bad, one day I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning and reached over, cracked one open, took a sip, and just went back to bed. <laughs> Oh, man, and, like, withdrawal symptoms, like, James used to, like, drink Dr. Pepper every day. It didn't, he had to have a Dr. Pepper. If he couldn't have a Dr. Pepper, he had to have a Mr. Pip. Couldn't have a Mr. Pip, had to have a Dr. Thunder, and I was like, Jesus. And if he didn't have one during the day, he would have terrible migraines and make him sleep all day. That was the only way he could fuck off a migraine was by sleeping. See, I'm the same way, man. I've cut down a lot. I've had a huge soda problem since I was like seven. Um, 
and I used to clear like a two liter a day, and now I go to the Seven Eleven down the street and I get one large every day. And but Progress. I gotta have that, or I'll get yeah. But I gotta have that, or I'll go fucking mad. My addiction is food. Like <laughs> I remember when I finally started when I finally started living by myself. I would have a pack of Oreos, golden Oreos, once a week. Eat the whole thing within a day or two. Damn. I would, I would limit myself to once a week because I knew if I didn't have any fucking restraint, I would have a pack every three days. <laughs> See, everybody's got their vices. I don't eat sweets very often. I get random like binges of it. So I could do the same thing. I could probably kill. I buy Oreos like once every few months, but then I'll kill the whole fucking pack in like a day or two but then i won't i just don't buy them very often because i've already i'm already spending enough money on everything else but, uh, uh, okay what were you gonna say dakota uh i have a huge energy drink uh, addiction so i totally get that definitely monsters and red bulls get me yeah hey. Monsters are basically soda at this point, and then Red Bulls are still pretty good, but true as long as you, uh, but uh, depending on just don't drink bang like for the love of Christ. <laughs> I've never had one. They are can loaded with so much caffeine that you could probably your heart could probably explode if you have more than one a day. Jesus fuck. Dude, I used to I used to have a pretty bad monster addiction. Um, I had three of those big cans with the cap once in one day, and I could literally I had a pain in my chest that was like throbbing. I was like, ah, ah, please don't die. I won't do it again. I swear. It was so bad, but I I had a big monster. Dude, half of the time, most of the time, when Ben and I would hang out in high school, we would just hit the grocery store, get a whole bunch of uh. Like donuts and monster and soda and just go to the fucking park and pig out. It was great. I like lost one of my old coworkers. One of my old coworkers. He when we were on our break, he would get that tall can you were talking about and put two five hour energies in it, throw it in there, mix that shit up, and he would be fucking cracked out the rest of the shit. (laughs) What the fuck? No can do. Yeah, we were talking about a monster. And he wasn't like heavy set. He was he was skinny like you, except he was like six four. So it hit almost immediately. That's the other thing too, is I'm small and skinny, so when I drink a monster, I start feeling it like three sips in. Same with coffee or because it just fucking goes straight through. Yeah, coffee definitely has that effect on me. Yeah, I could Man, drink. I love coffee, though. I love coffee, too. I could drink a 12-pack of soda in one day, but I drink one coffee, and I'm sitting there like... It's so weird. We're playing musical chairs. Yeah, we lost half our cast. What the fuck? <laughs> if I don't have coffee... I get really pissy. Pissy's not funny. You got fucking 
<laughs> he mutes it. He cut her off. He said, he said no. Like, damn it, this is my podcast. I'm not going to sit here and make me look bad. The fuck? <laughs> We're recording. What the hell? <laughs> it's like a company cutting off a representative from speaking anymore when they're making them look bad. That's what I thought, too. I was like, okay, no further questions. We're going to go back to the hotel. Cut <laughs> the mic. Man. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm like that with weed. <laughs> wow. Surprisingly, I'm not. I got to I gotta smoke or at least have soda. I need one of my vices at least, or I'm going to be pretty hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Of all of them that I need, if I was to isolate one, nicotine would be the one that I need out of all of them. Same. If I had to give up everything else, it'd probably be the nicotine because it's just so gripping. Yeah. Gripping. Yeah, it's not even the thing I get the most enjoyment out of, but it's the thing I know I'm the most addicted to. Yep. It's fucked up. (laughs) All kinds of fuck. Yeah, I haven't experienced adult life without nicotine at all. It's not, you're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have to actually figure out what to do every 15 minutes ben, instead of just bail. Ben just made me feel super more comfortable with my nicotine addiction. Yeah. Enabler. Well, were you really going to stop, Randy? No. <laughs> no. I tried. I still continue to try. I figure if you keep trying, eventually it'll stick, right? You can't You can't quit without trying. So, I keep trying. It don't work out too well. So far, I've nailed it down to I don't smoke cigarettes full-time, which I did. The well, majority that's good. Of the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I smoke oh, black and mild. Yeah, yeah, but it's not as bad on the finances. Yeah, that's the one good thing about vaping is, the, you know, cigarettes are like eight bucks a pack out here now, but the juice I get for this stuff is uh, ten bucks a bottle, and it lasts me like a week and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, Damn. so this Damn. is a very easy thing to be addicted to if you don't mind the douchebag stigma. Yeah. Is it like good juice? Um, so the juice I'm getting right now is actually five bucks a bottle. I just wanted to – I didn't want to give some unrealistic number out on the podcast. But the store I've been going to, he got like a shit ton of these grape-flavored juices at the um, at this really good price. So he's been selling them for five bucks a bottle. And this is, if you know anything about vape, uh, 60 mil. It's about this big. Yeah, and that, big and not to plug them, but uh, yeah, it's about this, this big. And um, yeah, that'll last you. And keep in mind how much you've seen me vape throughout this podcast. I vape way more than the average person, and the shit lasts me a week and a half. My 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 question got answered. It is good juice. Yeah, but for the most part out here, you're looking at like 10 to 15 for that bottle. What was that, Ben? Sponge lung's about to take your ass out. Hey, if it's, not, if it's not a myth. 
I still think it's better than cigarettes, just for one very... Uh, <clears throat> whenever my vape breaks and I don't have the money to immediately replace it or I'm too lazy, like, you know, I breaks during the middle of the day, I'll immediately fall off the wagon and go get a pack of cigarettes. And I'll smoke those cigarettes, and within a day or two, I'll feel really, like, rough in the throat, and I'll have, like, pains in my chest, and I'll have, like, less stamina. Pussy. The- I can't smoke like a man but uh but when I vape this shit other than it uh messing up my voice a little bit if I'm like trying to sing or whatever that's the only problem I have I never have like breathing issues or anything Mm. you a singer? yeah a little bit (laughs) I I don't mean to brag but I like to I like to sing in the shower once in a while I gotta (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've been known to spit a bar or two in the shower, of course. Yo, suck dick. <laughs> in the shower. Everybody sounds good envious in the shower, though. I'm envious of all artists, simply because they have the will and the drive to push forward. You know how many times I've tried to fucking pick up drawing just because I like Japanese manga and comics so fucking much? Mm-hmm. You know how many times I've actually made something? I ain't made shit yet. <laughs> you learned guitar, though, didn't you? Sure did. I got really good at it. That's sick. Yeah. I've still, I've never heard you play to this day. That's crazy. Because, that's right, because you moved when I was actually, like, in it. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about doing a few songs together and just nev- nothing ever happened. <laughs> much like most of the things we planned pretty much dude shit just gets fucking out of hand that's i think that's why i like this podcast so much it's an easy way for us to just connect and hang out especially during quarantine it's not even that weird these days you know yeah yeah it's, it's, <laughs> uh, i i went from when I started uh here someone with the I've said it from the beginning. It's it's all a selfish ploy to get people to sit down and, and hang out with me for a couple of hours and bullshit. Exactly. Like <laughs> we may not be the most. What's that? <laughs> you know the uh, you know the fucking vine or whatever that's like two two dudes in a hot tube five uh, five feet apart because they're, they're not gay. gay. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. so. There's four dudes two hundred plus miles away and they're not gay. <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah but, like uh but clay but, but clay and ben aren't 200 miles away well, no we're we're pretty close we just live two entirely separate lives at this point yeah it's like that in the city y'all aren't all conjoined y'all <laughs> yeah the the big city yeah. life it's easy to uh it's not very uh What's the word? Neighborly. Y'all so you ain't could, gonna. You could Sorry. live twenty. It's all good. You could live like ten miles away from somebody and not and have no idea. You could move, or that's what I'm trying to say. You could move twenty miles away and start a new life in this town. Yeah. Uh, Y'all it's... don't want to conform, do you? <laughs> it, it wasn't a. It wasn't a. A southern y'all. It was it was more of a a, a yaw. Yeah. You're 
You're the only southern one out of us there, you uh, said, Dakota. You said, no, I am not southern at all. I may, yo, I strictly make it clear over here that I'm from the west coast, and that's it to everybody. Like, yeah, I was born and raised in South Carolina. Like, wow, I'm from the west coast. This place sucks. What is, is South Carolina? <laughs> Just off top, this place flows. <laughs> By the way, at least you're honest place. about it. Like, you, you know, it's not like you're in Florida and you're like, I don't get why people talk so much shit. You're just you're just going around I, to places going, you know, this place here, this place that built you, this place that like, you know, your family like built its like legacy upon and the place that you're probably going to die. And, you know, your dog is buried over there in that hill. And, you know, and this this place that is like part of your identity. Fucking. <laughs> so much. Okay. <laughs> this place sucks. Get out of here. <laughs> I talked. I was one of those people that talked shit about Vegas for a while. A lot of people that live in Vegas talk shit about it. Like, oh, I need to get the fuck out of here, and it's it sucks, and this and that. But it's a big city, so granted, there's going to be negatives, but. A lot of people don't focus on the positives, like the fact that you can get pretty much anything in Vegas at any time. Uh, there's this constant thriving social scene in this thriving entertainment district that you can, you know, there's always something to do to some degree, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. but, but then, you know. Houses are relatively cheap, too, for a, a growing city. Yeah, the thing is... Um, we are slowly turning into California. Like we used to be known as the one big city that had free parking. And now everybody from California is moving over here and we don't have free parking anymore on, you know, like on the strip and shit. Um, and rent is going up because of that. A lot of uh, California fuckers are moving over here. As an no, as it's an that, it's What's that? Uh, as an outsider, someone who, who lived in Vegas for a very short period of time, and I totally know what you're talking about with Pete. You're not the only one who I know who used to talk a lot of shit about Vegas. Like, I feel like it's common in, in most places where people live, where people trash on the place where they live. But I remember particularly in Vegas, I, I feel like there's definitely people who would just shit on the fact that they live in Vegas. And I think that there was a morale change. And... I don't really know what the connection is. I really couldn't tell you, but there was a morale change after the country festival shooting and the Golden Knights becoming a part of Vegas. I think after those couple of events, did I see a lot more people start taking pride in the city of Vegas. And then we got the second stadium, the fucking Allegiant Stadium. The Death which Star. Is, which is definitely the source of the rent increase. Oh, hell yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And what's really crazy about that is that gets put up and no one even gets to go. They have just private football games with nobody there. Mm. They're also building a new uh, a new entertainment center like for specifically for concerts, and it's going to be next to the Sands. And, you know, with underground dirty money fueling the economy, making all these buildings and structures with no real payoff because of COVID and we're fucking tumbling towards self-destruction. It's like, ah, shit. Yeah. Well, it's, 
this this city dude it's like an ecosystem it's always going to keep expanding like we got that have you seen resort world have you been uh, driving by the strip and seen resort world with that big ass fucking tv just going all the way down the side of it Mm -hmm. that building is like insane it's crazy to look at something like that and and see like the technological ingenuity that we get to see in our time uh and on top of that, we got this uh, Atari-themed hotel coming here soon. This, like, huge what? video game. Yeah, dude, look it up. It looks really cool. It's this big, like, video game-centric hotel resort experience shit. We've got um, uh. Taco Bell Cantina, where you can get married in, in a fucking Taco Bell and drink Baja Blast with tequila in it in the only place in the country. You say I... You saying I can get married in a Taco Bell? Yes, sir. <laughs> if you find a lady Dude. that'll go through with it with you. <laughs> well, he already yeah, has I got a the lady. lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey. And here's what I, I'm just trying to make sure. This is this is crucial. Do they choose the minister? No. I don't think I can any, choose my own minister and get I don't married think at any Taco chapel. Bell. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they would even provide a minister. Ooh, that's preferred, dude. I got you, the minister. If you decide to come out to Vegas and have a Taco Bell wedding, I will be your fucking wedding planner. You yeah. trust you, you trust me with that shit, dude. I will create the man. That'll yeah. be a a party. I, must, I, must I trust you with that shit because I don't give a shit. My lady does not trust you with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's understandable. Do you think she would trust me? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I would get the mariachi band. She wouldn't trust anyone that wasn't herself. And I, and then again, she's going to second guess herself a million times throughout it all as well. So God. she ain't going to trust none of y'all. We are, oh. we are chimps compared she- to her idea and vision of a wedding. See, just thinking about it now, I think I would be a pretty decent wedding planner. But as far as weddings go, a Taco Bell wedding is right up my alley. That's my forte. So uh, if you're going to have a Taco Bell wedding, I'm your fucking guy. I mean, what's the egg? I feel like it's an easy set of shoes to fill, though, because what's the expectation for a Taco (laughs) Bell wedding? throw me under the bus man i'm just trying to play oh. up my taco bell obsession here yeah well i'm giving you an opportunity to prove me wrong okay yeah what, what is expected at a taco bell wedding and how what are you going to provide to this so if you guys were going to plan a taco bell wedding or any wedding for that matter and you came to me as your wedding planner i would be very communicative through uh with both of you throughout the whole process and i would say all right what are we doing here band or dj or d'oeuvres, are we going big or small? Are we inviting, you know, just family? Are we going for a big ceremony here? Yeah, you know, just through just through intuition, I feel like I'd I would do better than the average person getting thrust Wait. into something like that. This Taco Bell wedding is meaningless if we don't have a either a blast fountain or a sangria fountain. Oh, oh some Doritos, the Locos, and maybe some Chalupas, you know what I'm saying? And then maybe, like, the catering table could be just, like, burritos, like, stacked up to a pyramid. You know, boys, you know what I'm talking about, boys? So, <laughs> out of they season, take... bring the, being the Briefy Crunch burrito back. Out of season, bring it back just for this event. 
Now, see, I'm not George Clooney. I can't go that far. I, dude, you if think, I had the power to happen, the, if I had the power to bring the beefy crunch burrito back, that shit would be back by now. <laughs> There's no more quesaritos. I feel fucking cheated. They took the quesarito uh, out? Yeah. That's here's, bullshit. Here's, here's what I can say. If George Clooney's the goal, I can work with that. <laughs> and if George Clooney can make it happen... Okay, if we're still on I the fucking get... Taco Bell wedding thing, they handle catering, so I don't know how that... I think... What I imagine is they probably have this, like, big nacho trough and, like, probably, like, a, you know, like Dakota was saying, like, a pyramid of tacos or some shit. Burritos. Either one. I'm Yeah, I'm more of a burrito guy myself or soft taco. But, uh... Oh, man. Dude, that would be so sick, though. Could you imagine, like, open bar but with Taco Bell food? That would be dank. That would be <laughs> sick. And like Ben I said, dude, to... to bookend this, we would have to make that Baja Fountain a reality. That is a must. Uh, we, we plan to do Cafe Rio for our catering. Oh, yeah? Cafe Rio is yeah. good. They're really fucking yeah. good, too. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's the plan. All right, guys, I have to go. I have been given an SOS signal. <laughs> all right my friend. all right dude thanks for coming we really of course yeah, yeah we really friend. appreciate having you on man whenever you guys need me again i'll be here you guys have a good one thanks you, dude. Well, you too ben take care and it's the trio amigos <laughs> hi hey part two <laughs> Back Welcome to, to part two of episode five, where I bet our, our guest badge went out. And I was bad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like episode 5.5, the missing link. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is episode five, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, it is. Cinco. Cinco. Um, We're speaking about all this Spanish food, and now we have to talk Spanish, apparently. Yeah, Cafe Rio. The food's dank. Not a sponsor. Okay, so if you're going to get fucking Cafe Rio, I hope I'm invited to the wedding, by the way. Co-host of the podcast. uh, (laughs) We're in the wedding ceremony, but the wedding reception everyone's welcome to come to, and that's where the catering will be. Cool. The wedding reception. I don't want to do a huge wedding. Getting up in front of that many people to try to the moment with your wife sounds fucking durable. Yeah. That's understandable. Um, but uh, if you're going to get catering from Cafe Rio, make sure you get plenty of their house dressing. That shit is so good. And they don't even tell you about it. It's so weird. It's huh. a secret to everybody, man. I ain't no shit about their house dressing. Exactly. What's it taste like? Is it okay? What's so what's what's, a, what, what's up with this? A buddy of mine brought me to Cafe Rio a few years ago, and yeah, he showed me the house dressing. You got to ask for it separately, and they charge you like 
50 cents for it or something, but it is so fucking good. So every time I go to Cafe Rio, I get the quesadilla with barbacoa. Mm-hmm. And you dip it into that house dressing. Think of it as like their version of cane sauce. Imagine going to Cane's and not getting the cane sauce. It's yeah, re- it's yeah, it's really sweet and and I'm all I'm try- saying yikes like I've been to Cane's. Like, you've never, <laughs> I've never, never been, been to Cane's, Cane's bro. Oh. I've been Cane's. Okay, well, it's really good. I'm trying not to talk it up or whatever and give it the wrong description, but it's like sweet. It's kind of like a uh, ranch with other kind of flavors to it, but it's really, really good, and they don't even tell you about it. Ranch. I'm not a fan of ranch, though. It's not, it doesn't taste like ranch. It's got just, like, ranch properties, you know, like the physical properties of it are kind of ranchy. Ranch properties. But it's more, uh, it's more sweet. Other things that have the physical properties <laughs> of ranch. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying is like I can't really talk it up in a manner that's going to. <laughs> I I can't exactly do it justice because it's good, but the description of it isn't as good as it actually is. Like I would have to take you to fucking Cafe Rio and jam it down your throat because I swear to God it's good. Take <laughs> context. <laughs> I'll have to take you to Cafe Rio and jam it down you. <laughs> <laughs> I went from me insinuating talking about shoving these substances down throats to you just straight into shoving these substances down throats. <laughs> well, I'll shove food directly down your fucking throat because I <laughs> I'll get elbow deep when it comes to food. I don't give a shit. If food isn't a is a, a fucking uh, god damn it, I can't even think of the word now. Never mind. Fuck it. <laughs> It's over, man. It's all game over, dude. I'm out of the podcast. I can't be funny anymore. <laughs> you're, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gone. I'm gone. That's it. What's your, See you later, YouTube. <laughs> what is your favorite food, Dakota? What's my favorite food? Fucking mm-hmm. Chinese or sushi. I was smashed on fucking sushi and Chinese food, man. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I love both of those things, but I wouldn't call them favorites necessarily. Are you quote unquote racist? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> My bad. How's uh, Ben texted me? Why am I racist this time? Why are we always trying to frame the blonde haired, blue eyed white guy as a racist? <laughs> Is Chinese and because you don't like the food of a specific culture, duh. Okay, as far as that goes, I love Chinese food and I actually really love Filipino food. If you haven't, uh, I've had Filipino food, yeah, Jollibee and actually homemade uh, food like uh, adobo and stuff like that. Hell yeah, my mom uh, married Filipino as a kid, so I had a a lot of that shit growing up adobo lumpia there's this soup called sinigong that's mm-hmm. really good um Ariscaldo. yeah there's a bunch of stuff <clears throat> so yeah no i am Your when it comes to food quite large 
Yeah, when it comes to food, I've had escargot before. When it comes to food, I am not picky at all. But okay. weirdly enough, when it comes to favorites, I default back to cheeseburgers and bean and cheese burritos. And the best part, that's not the only thing big about them, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but a goddamn a cheeseburger, dude, I could eat. I could do supersize me. We mentioned that in the last uh, podcast we did. I don't think we put that one out, but yeah, um, <laughs> the unaired one. That yeah, the, yeah, but um, the one which and, will, we shall not speak of forever. Yeah, but at at this age, dude, a, a good cheeseburger, man, I could eat a cheeseburger twice a day and be fine. Yeah, a fast food cheeseburger, man. Like it's got to be. I'm I'm talking a Jack in the Box. I'm talking a Carl's, a McDonald's. I, I, those cheeseburgers, my fucking kryptonite, man. Hell yeah, me too. Sure. No Mc, McDonald's, Jack in the Box is pretty good. Um, but even real ones, even these like little mom and pop shops that make those cheeseburgers, and even freezer cheeseburgers. There's just something about it. So good. Freezer burger. Dakota so- remembers how many times we would leave in the middle of the night to go to fucking. Williams just to get freaking fast food. Some good times, man. Oh yeah. Did you uh do you have White Castle out there, Dakota? Uh no idea. I know there's just um uh what are the fucking typical ass brands? We got like Little Caesars, Pizza Hut, Zaxby's, KFC, Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's, uh, Wendy's, Arby's, Carlos Jr. or Hardee's, whatever the fuck it's called over here. Uh, I don't know. There's just like a lot. Uh, I haven't seen a White Castle and um, a couple other places, too. Well, there's some bomb-ass Japanese restaurants and uh, uh, ramen shops and places like that here. Fucking awesome. I'd take those over fast food any day if I could. That's I want to go to a ramen shop. I've never been to a, a place that specialized in ramen before. That sounds Bro, really, really exciting. I could... Do you, like, do you like spicy shit or do you like just like... Okay, no. I don't like spicy. I would recommend udon noodles. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the dog dog definitely loved that. Like, dog could, fucking I hates could, spicy shit. No, it was just like I could recommend udon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, man, yeah, I love udon. <laughs> udon is really good. It's like ramen but thicker. Yeah, there's really thick noodles, and then you actually get a little piece of. Uh, well, it's udon, but it's like a little thing that looks like it's a weird bumped up like star, and then there's like a little swirl in it. Like if you've seen uh, fucking the fuck uh, Naruto, there you go. Mm-hmm. You ever Naruto. seen that? Oh. Yeah, is fucking ramen shop stuff. I would highly recommend udon, even though the noodles are really fucking thick, man. It's still good. No, I like thick noodles. I bet you do. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of getting that sickness in me. Uh, it's really <laughs> good. Um, Real talk, I, yeah, I fuck with pasta heavy. Me too. Heavy pasta. <sighs> Creepy pastas, bro. We should talk about that in one episode. <laughs> 
<clears throat> I know I nothing know. of those. What, you don't know creepypastas? I know what they are, but I don't, like, know any. It's oh, that's why we can... literature. Yeah, we can, like, look up one and then just, like, talk about it. Oh, okay. I'm down yeah. with that. Be interesting, or like have one of us read off an excerpt. We're like, "Hey guys, I found this creepy pasta that will scare us all." <laughs> I mean, I don't want episode five to just be a bunch of brainstorming of future episodes, but I think, <laughs> I think we should start pulling shit off of Reddit to talk about too. Oh fuck Reddit! <laughs> yeah, fuck Reddit. <laughs> yeah, now we're gonna have a whole bunch of Reddit commenters and be like, "Hey, man, Reddit's fucking cool." Man, I don't know what your problem is, Dakota. <laughs> man, fuck Reddit. Do you really have beef with Reddit? What's up? Oh no, I just I I have like no no fascination with like Reddit. Like I think I've been on total of my life of twenty seven years. I think I've been on Reddit five times. Uh I hear yeah. there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting questions asked on there and a lot of interesting answers, in my opinion. But, I mean, different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people talk about strokes with... Never mind. <laughs> oh! Oh, I learned something today, too, about uh, online shit uh, for gaming. I don't know if you boys want to hear about it or not. What's yeah, up? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, on on the last episode, remember how we were talking about uh, Twitch and stuff? And then, like, we were thinking about how to not get demonetized and shit? Yeah. Yeah. And so I brought up the Copa thing, and I also brought up the DMCA claims that are going on on Twitch. So I watched a new video and it just came out today. I'll, I'll probably link it to you guys um, after this just to show you. Uh, but there's a guy on YouTube and he streams on Twitch. Uh, his name's Osmond Gold. He's a World of Warcraft player and streamer. And basically, he went through a new thing that Twitch just did. And I don't know, before, before like claims and all this shit started to get like super heavy now uh from 20 what 2019 and now um if you were playing a game like brand new you just opened it people called it a blind run or you know, a blind playthrough because you don't know anything about it right like you've heard that term correct mm-hmm. yeah so now apparently there's there's a thing where you cannot use blind playthrough or a blind run of a game now. Because what, like in it, the description or title or what? Yes, in the description or the title. What, because of clickbait? No, no, because because it's offensive. It's offensive to the blind? It's, it's <laughs> a discriminating term, apparently. To the for, blind? For, I, I guess so. I mean... That's what uh, I'm going to keep saying it over and over again, because there's no I am totally down for the to the removal of so many fucking words on this planet from people's vocabulary. Uh, all right. <laughs> Definitely. One hundred percent. Totally for it. Blind. Uh uh-uh. Blind, blind, blind. That's if you blind, you blind, bro. <laughs> you blind. Oh, no, the fuck. You 
There's your There's episode There's something title. that you are not seeing. For some people, it's fucking everything. You're blind, bro. <laughs> you mean to tell me I can't say blind? <laughs> like, well, no. The difference is... Like, uh, it's because mind. of putting it in the turn and like the title and the description. Apparently, it's offensive and stuff, and it comes out uh, rude to people for some god unknown reason. Why? Like, I get it. It's because it's blind, you know. And blind people can't see. When you play a game blind, you've never played it before. That's the connection. But, however, I don't know how it's offensive to blind people. Yeah. When they're blind. And they ain't gonna fucking read it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. So I can't put, this is, I can't say, oh, man, this is, I can't say this is a blind playthrough anymore. I have to say this is my first time playing the game, okay? Like, first time playthrough. That doesn't even sound awesome. That doesn't sound fun as a YouTube video, because you're just like, first time playthrough. You have to look that up now instead of blind playthrough. Like, I want to know some dumbass name, fucking Hector Magoo, is doing a blind playthrough of Eat My Ass 5 instead of his first time. Yeah, it's it. That was a hooky, descriptive title, and it's like Randy said. It may have been a joke, but it's so fucking true. Who's gonna get offended by it? Who's gonna see yeah. it that can get offended by it? Wow, to which guy? Hell, offended. <laughs> there was also a there. There was a, a complete overhaul of of their. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but. It had to do with oh their hateful conduct was updated recently and other stuff like that. This just they said we added uh, cast C A S T E cast. The definition of that does not make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I it's very, very confusing when I looked up what that word meant and it has to do with levels of Hinduism. So I what I gathered from it is you're not allowed to shame people for. The amount of religious that you are rather than trying to attack people for fighting the religion that they are you're not also not allowed to fight and say that they are not the right amount of their religion cool <laughs> it's, <laughs> dude, that's what it's we so, fucking care about it's so fucking hairy man and there's all these little fucking gray areas and all these companies that, are just trying to save face you they know? added. They added that. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. I could have totally butchered the meaning of fucking all of it, bro. But I, I can't even comprehend what it is. And you're gonna tell me that you're not allowed to partake in it because it's gonna offend someone? Like what? Right. <laughs> How many people are getting offended by this? And these people, I'm clearly a fly to these motherfuckers because I don't even know what the fucking word means. Right. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's it's these companies. That, uh, they have their HR departments, and they're just trying to save face. And with a lot of it, it's even preemptive. Like they're just trying to make sure that no problems arise in the future because of fucking this language that's constantly evolving. And you know, like uh, 
mentally retarded was the actual medical term for something one year and now it's differently abled you can't like retarded is a slur it's a this stuff is always changing and it's so easy to get worked up over but these companies they're just trying to maximize profit yeah but it's yeah it's some shit but if you've noticed in in the grand scheme of things, the way people act, the common person in public, it's about the same. You know, maybe a little bit better, but the world outside doesn't change. I feel like the world on computer on the internet is a whole lot different than the act the world as you experience it day to day, you know? Yeah. It's that it's public media. For some reason, media is held to a, a higher standard than dis than casual discourse. Right, but with social media, everyone's kind of putting on their own private show. Like if you could, like Bo Burnham said it best, if you could sit back at the end of the day and watch the way your day went as like a, a little movie. Um, you know that's kind of the way most people function these days, and it, it, I think it comes down to how people are willing to present themselves, and. That is part of it. Like, everybody's fake on the internet. Even now, like, obviously, if if we weren't recording right now, I'd probably be sitting like this. Yeah, I'd be like this. Yeah, obviously, that's a different extreme, you know, but you're putting... It's very uh, careful and calculated, the version of yourself you put out there on the internet or put out, like, on a first date or something like that. So it's yeah. easy to get, yeah, I can see where a lot of people get upset looking at Instagram posts and seeing these, like, glorified, because you're only, you're only seeing the best moments. Only the best for the best. Yeah, that's kind of the thing about this podcast, too, is it's long and it's raw. Yeah. You know, like, you're not catching, you're not catching our best moments on this podcast. You're catching all our moments on this podcast. Yeah, especially when we go use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're getting we're getting that bowl cam in place for future episodes. I'll, I'll send it out to you guys. We'll get it installed. Uh, yeah, everyone wants to watch that on their corner of their fucking phone screen and see it someone <laughs> take a dump. Seeing it come right out. Uh, when uh. <laughs> See, like this. This is nice and raw. Ben laughed at it earlier. I should have fucking get back, get him back in here. God damn it! But uh, <laughs> big old Ben. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just us getting in here and fucking talking. And we're. I think that's one of my favorite things about these conversations is that we're not afraid to disagree with each other and like really break down what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah challenge each other yeah <laughs> well Quiet, on that note Chris. this has been uh episode five of <laughs> uh, uh, really or uh no no i was uh -oh. just making a joke because you're just saying shh yeah. like just stop talking and i was just like okay well if we're not talking show's over <laughs> yeah. show's over boys we're gonna get something new <laughs> the ex, the ex dopes, <laughs> ex dopes, ex dopes, ex dopes. Give it to you.
X gonna give it to you. Gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. Well, I think uh, I think this was a good episode, guys. I did too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's. I think it's once we're singing DMX for for fucking no fucking reason. That's a good time to call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> don't take that as an insult dmx but uh yeah, yeah. love your music dog please sponsor us love you <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we don't get demonetized just for that but <laughs> it's not last... in the workplace but it's dancing in your homes we're fucking done <laughs> it's fucking dead we're fucking out of here we refuse to go full Gator Poon on this podcast. <laughs> Gator Poon. I love it. But, uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> this has been episode five of Remotely Dope. Yeah, let's just uh, hang on. Before we actually like end it, let's just say uh, thanks for watching everyone on YouTube and like, comment, subscribe if you haven't already and also make a comment if you want us to talk about something, you know? See if like we're not... If there's a topic that you're like, hey, maybe these guys should talk about it and we'll see what happens, you know? Just fucking throw it at us and we'll be there, bitches. Throw that Molotov in the middle of the room. We'll catch that shit. All right. I'm Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, and I've officially run out of ideas for this show. So I need submissions from viewers like you. (laughs) Have you ever been to the moon? Have you ever wondered who does the dishes? (laughs) All right. I believe this is an outro now from us boys. This has been Clayton Ladd. Randy Kendrick. Fucking me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Yeah.